Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. Gonna get you guys in and out of here again. Another doubleheader on Monday night. Got the Bucks and the Eagles. My Bucks, Eagles, and the Bengals and the Rams. Still iffy on if Joe Burrow will play in that game. But, but, I'll give you the picks in a second. Plus, we'll get to the best and worst of week number three in the NFL. Give you the baseball picks, at least the remaining the remaining picks for today. There are only four games on today, or yeah, there were only really four on today. I watched one of them. The Yankees took two or three from the D-backs after the win today, beating the D-backs six to four. As far as the Yankees, that's done. They lost yesterday, so as far as playoff contention, doesn't matter anymore. But now you can play spoiler for everybody else and. That's a huge loss for the D-backs, and hey, they're going to be in a fight for those wildcard spots in the National League. So that's your update as far as that goes. Three other games, and then I'll be out of here, and then tomorrow will be College Football Tuesday. So let's go ahead and get this going. As far as the recap for NASCAR, congratulations, William Byron. You've now been the... Third pick I've gotten right in 20, or actually 30 races this year. So, there's, what, six left now? So in 30 races, I've gotten three of them right. That's a 10%, 10% correction, 10% accuracy. So congratulations, William Byron. You finally got me in the double digits as far as accuracy goes. As far as the actual on-the-track stuff... First guy to lock in as the into the round of eight. Remember, Talladega is the next race this weekend. I'll give you guys that pick on Friday. But there's your update there. Congratulations to William B. William Byron. So, all right, let's go ahead and get to it. Two picks today. That's why I'm doing this show before 3:30 uh, Pacific time because we got a doubleheader again. Again, I don't know why the NFL does these, but you know what? It works out one way or the other. Let's go ahead and start with the game that's going to kick off here in under an hour, well, almost an hour away from now, in Tampa at Raymond James Stadium. The only matchup between undefeated teams will kick off in an hour. Look, Baker, again, and I'm... Guarantee every Buccaneer fan who lives in Tampa or the Tampa area has said this probably either if they don't have their own podcast, but even if they've done it in the fan messages or anywhere else around this interweb, just don't screw it up again. Phenomenal. In fact, the only team left in the NFL, I found this out yesterday after Dak threw his interception and uh, Dallas got upset all You know, I've warned about it all week. But anyway, my point with that is Tampa is now the only remaining team left in the NFL that has not turned the ball over yet this season. That's partly because of Baker Mayfield. Dude, the defensive line is ferocious. You got Jalen Carter, you got Butcher Cox, and I forgot the other Georgia D lineman that Philly just happens to take in the draft now. But, yeah, I forgot the other one. But, it's on you, buddy. Just don't screw it up. 
run the ball as much as possible. Dave Canales, you, you're much better than Byron Leftwich right now in the first two weeks. Just run the ball like you have maybe 15, 20 times. Even if you only get three yards a pop, that's fine. You can stick with the formula. And believe it or not, I'm going to go with the Bucks here, 24 to 21. I know some of you are like, well, you're just being a fanboy. Yes. But also, I said it all summer. And I've said it for these first two weeks. My only concern with this team, with this Bucks team now, is, or not now, but it's been this way really since the summer, is number six. Do not screw this up. The defense has gotten you a plus five turnover margin. They're going to have to face the top offensive line and the top rushing attack in the league, or second best in the league. Um... That's why I'm going to give Philly 21 points because I do believe they're going to find a way to run the ball down the throat. They're going to try, and they might have some success. They might be the only team on the Bucks' schedule that will pull that off. But I'm going to go 24-21. Again, it might come down to a last field goal, and Shane McLaughlin will have to do like he did in Week 1 against Minnesota. But I do believe the Bucks will do this. I believe they will, but it's the first litmus test of really three big ones. Because if you look at the Bucks' schedule, Eagle fans, there's nothing I truly have to say. Your team is good. As far as the NFC East goes, I'm still going to take Dallas to win that division, although they did lay the bed. They laid an egg against the Cardinals. They're 1-5 in the red zone. I know I'm, I'm talking about the Cowboys, but Eagle fans... I still need to see a lot more out of Jalen right now. He did brilliantly last year, but right now I need to see him as a thrower a little bit more for me to truly buy into the Eagles, especially if you look at my hierarchy, and I'm probably going to do this more as I go along here in the season, but I go off the hierarchy of teams here, and right now I still have Dallas at 1, San Francisco at two, Philly at three, and really that fourth team right now is the team you're facing on Monday night. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, probably the fourth best team in the NFC, maybe, you know. And then you have, yeah, I do have it. I have Dallas at one, San Francisco two, Philly three, Tampa at four, and then Green Bay, because I have... I've, I drank the love potion. I have fallen in love with Jordan Love. I know it didn't look pretty yesterday. But mm, he did just enough to win again. And by the way, Saints fans, sorry for Derek Carr's injury. He's day-to-day -day with an AC joint sprain. Um, hopefully, hopefully he'll be back by next week. Win, lose, or draw. I really do want to see Derek Carr against the Bucks just to... Because I do still have a thing for Derek Carr. So Saints fans, um, sorry for that injury with Derek Carr. You know, that loss was down to groupie. But you know what? They had several options. And that Saints offense is a little bit of a struggle. But your defense is legit. I'll give you a, a hat tip to that. But anyway, as far as Monday night goes, that's how the hierarchy sits right now in my hierarchy as far as the top four. You've got number three against number four tonight. I kind of like it. I like the option. I think the Bucks could pull it off. 
as long as Baker does not turn the ball over. If he doesn't turn the ball over, we're good. If Rashad White doesn't turn the ball over, we're good. Run the ball 25 times, you're good. But please execute better in the red zone. That's about it. 24-21, Bucks over the Eagles. And then in game to game number two, again, this is a doubleheader, game number two tonight is in the jungle. You got the Rams against the Bengals, a little iffy as to who's going to start for Cincy, but, you know, and Stafford's still good. When he's healthy, he is a Hall of Famer. And, you know, you've got plenty of talent. Puka Nakua, I don't know if he'll continue to do the, continue to, go on the trend that he's going here, where he's got, like, what, two 100-yard receiving games back-to-back as a rookie. I don't know, some strange stat line like that, like somebody can cherry-pick in the online world. But I I think that game will be just as close. So you're going to get two games. At least this time you're going to have both teams score in the 20s. You're going to have all four teams tonight score in the 20s. I've got, again, I got 24-21 bucks of the Eagles, and I got 24-20 Bengals over the Rams. Those are your picks for tonight. And now I've been sprinkling in the top highlights from the weekend, but really, there is only one. I, I bashed on the Cowboys enough today. You're good. You're 1-5 in, in the red zone. You still don't utilize Tony Pollard like you should, and Dak finally threw his first interception of the year. I still buy into it. I still buy into your defense. But when you give up 28 points after giving up 10 in two games, that's a problem. And by the way, your scoring average for the Cowboys is now up to, I believe, because where do they give up? 38 now? Um, either that or it was 26 or 12. But either way, no, it was. It was 28-12. But either way, uh, Cowboy fans, I still buy into your defense, but boy, they need to snap out of it. I know that Trayvon Diggs injury was harsh. I know that offensive. I know your offensive line is banged up. But man, they really need to wake up because you have San Francisco here in three weeks, and I guarantee you that team will take over the top spot in the Austin hierarchy if they're not if the Cowboys aren't careful. I'm telling you that much. In the audit report. That's why I always should call my hierarchy the audit report. Like, hey, watch out. Because that offense is as complete as ever. I know Miami scored 70 points. But Denver, your defense is bad. It is not all on Russ. The defense is bad. Very, very bad. When you let a rookie like Devin A. Chang go off like he did, and you have Raheem Mostert go four touchdowns as well, that is on the defense. Yes, everything in Miami worked, and that offense, when it's humming, can do that. But you guys get paid too. 70-20? Uh-huh. That's how it works. Now in the daytime, or at least in the early slot window, again, uh, Miami 70-pointers was the top headline. 
The other, again, goes back to, yep, time to go back on the hate train. I know everybody doesn't love it when I bash Lamar, but guess what? He underperformed again. And you let the Colts, without the rookie, beat you. You let Gardner Minshew, Uncle Rico, beat you. Yes, I call him Uncle Rico because if you've watched Napoleon Dynamite, look at Uncle Rico and then look at picture of Gardner Minshew. I swear to God, that's why I call him that. But my point is, with Baltimore, this is why even with the calf injury that Joe Burrow has, even with that injury, he's still the best quarterback in that division. Second is Kenny Pickett. And four, and third... After what I saw last, uh, after what I saw yesterday with Deshaun Watson, I think Lamar is the fourth best quarterback in that division. As far as least healthy guy in that division, he's like third because Joe Burrow's got the calf. But again, Lamar is not consistent enough to be a premier guy. You tell me, oh, he doesn't have a top wide receiver. Okay, you didn't have Odell. Fine. If you're that guy, what they're paying you to be, you have to perform much better than you did. And I'm sorry, I don't care about the weather. I don't care that J.K. Dobbins isn't there for the rest of the year. It's on you. I say, I say it every time these quarterbacks get the pay raises. I say it every time for every player. And I'm going to keep saying it, especially for Lamar. Especially for him. I've, I say it for everyone. I'm going to especially say it for all Lamar ball washers out there. Just, just be consistent. And maybe you'll have guys like me say, you know what? Lamar is actually pretty good. He's actually pretty decent. I can see that. But unfortunately... You're not. And then, of course, with the late window, again, I've bagged on the Cowboys enough. I'm good there. And I don't really care about the Kansas City one because the only, you know what's funny about that game? The only storyline is the fact that Taylor Swift showed up. That's it. Like, yeah, she's there. All right, it's official. Who cares? Who cares? If it is official, if it's not, so be it. It's their life. Leave it alone. All right, that's the best and worst of the NFL. And thanks for listening because you just help. You guys now will hold me to this. I have the audit report now instead of hierarchy because every every show has hierarchy. I'm gonna call it the audit report. My hierarchy is the audit report. You know Austin's audit name theme. So thank you guys. You helped me create a new theme. You're welcome, America. Anyway, let's go ahead get to the baseball picks for today, and then I'm out. And then tomorrow, ooh, I get to do a victory lap. But as a preview, Bo Nix, I'm going to give you an apology. You're going to have to tune in tomorrow to find out. But let's go ahead, get to the baseball picks, at least the remaining ones. Again, since there's only three games on today, I'm going to pick each one of them, and then I'll do the spotlight, kind of like I, or I'll go with the summer, I'll go with the summer standard for today, so let's go ahead, jump in to the remaining picks, 
and then I'm out for today. Uh, ba, ba, <sighs> Take the Rangers over the Angels. The Astros losing to the Mariners. Yes, I'm going to take the Mariners at home. I'm going to take a look at the pitching matchup there. Oh, it's Verlander and Castillo. Uh, Castillo will probably get second in AL Cy Young voting behind Garrett Cole. So I'll go with the Cy Young runner-up here. I'll go with Luis Castillo as your number two choice. And then the outside chance for today, take the Padres on the road against the Giants. Again, take the Padres on the road against the Giants. But your main spotlight pick, since there are only three, your main spotlight pick for today is... The Mariners over the Astros, and the score will be the lowest one of the three. Two to one, Mariners over the Astros. So that's your pick for today. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I am logging off for today. Peace out. I'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to this show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well, or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can watch this show exclusively on Rumble, either by downloading the app on your smart TVs or your smartphone devices in the Google Play or Apple App Stores, or if you're you're an old-fashioned buddy bird, Go on to rumble.com and search for the username ADGurky. That's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Again, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E on Rumble. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have every single episode of this lovely show, which I believe is at 578. Nine now, either 578 or 579. But click subscribe, you'll have every single episode of this lovely show. Like, comment, and share so we can sneak up the algorithms of Rumble. And speaking of algorithms, you can follow the show on Facebook through the Facebook page, which is the Austin's Audit Podcast, the Instagram hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast, and you can do post episode interaction on X. Just follow me there. At Austin underscore Gerke. Again, go to X for post-episode interaction and search for at Austin underscore Gerke on X or Austin underscore Gerke. If you want to tag anything, you got to go at. But under Austin underscore Gerke on X for post-episode interaction. And if you want to follow me a little personally, follow me on Instagram at Austispamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I. S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I on Instagram. With that, I'm logging off again as a preview for tomorrow. I'm going to get a victory lap and Bo Nix, you're going to get yourself an apology. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.